Warning, Ian hates music. Adults only. Explicit content. Bad language. Controversial topics. Ian hates music. Warning. Welcome everyone to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian. And my name is Dave. And Dave, we are almost out of our sickness, right? Really close. Really close. I can't believe the sickness has taken this long. I mean, I transferred from a fever or I mean a flu to a cold to actually have uh, one of the kids upstairs sick right now. So maybe he'll restart the cycle for us. Oh, no. Yeah, it sucks. But at least we are kind of coming out of that. And now I think we've saved up all this venom that we've just been waiting to unleash on everyone in 2018. I think this is the episode to do that. But you know what, though? Before we do that, I do want to talk about something that really makes me excited. Oprah for president, baby. 2020. (laughs) Oprah and The Rock, maybe. The Rock's too smart for that. And to be quite honest, (laughs) Oprah's too smart for that. Yeah. But what I would say, though, is I really enjoy hearing stupid people say things like that. Like, I love hearing someone say Oprah should run for president and they're being serious. Yeah. And I'm not sure. I doubt you got to see this. Um, Donald Trump forgot the words to the national anthem last night during the college football playoff. I did not see that. He did. And it was very painful and obvious to just watch him go blank and like stop uh wording the song just went blank for a minute stuttered a little bit picked it back up you know what dave i'm calling fake news on you ian hates music Uh. fake news i don't believe it (laughs) i didn't see it he's done no wrong i can't believe everyone's up his ass about every little thing i don't know yeah i don't know i mean he posts so many good things on twitter i mean it's hard not to like the guy well he's so concise he's a stable genius He's a stable... I was about to say that. We're unstable geniuses. He's a stable yes. genius. Uh-huh. And that's what Oprah would be. A stable, stable genius. genius. <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly, we just need to burn it down. Burn this yeah. whole fucker down. I can't take <laughs> anymore. I can't. I don't watch the Golden Globes, obviously. I mean, I'm an adult, and yeah. I, I don't care what celebrities are doing. But no. after... All the stories went around of, oh, Oprah's speech and, you know, so-and-so listened to Seth Meyers do the intro and all this bullshit. I actually did look at the quote-unquote highlights for Golden Uh Globes. And you know how I feel. I mean, we make fun of the APMAs and we make fun of Rock Sound Awards and all that fucking bullshit because that's in music and we think that's bullshit. This is movies and TV and whatnot. It was horrible, man. It was (laughs) <laughs> cringeworthy. I was listening yeah. to Seth Meyers just grovel 
just grovel to the masses like oh i'm a man women are so much better oh no like <laughs> stand back we can't have any of this he actually made a quote unquote joke one that i was actually surprised that he made where he said wow. that harvey weinstein was not in the crowd but in 20 years he'll be back and he would be the first person booed during the in memoriam and everyone gasped it wasn't a laughter. It wasn't like, hell yeah, fuck that guy. It was, yeah. holy shit, I can't believe you're going after one of our own. Yeah. Huh. I'm terrible with actors and actress, actresses, and I don't know any of their names, and I'm proud to, proud to say that, really. I know, I know some comedians, I mean. Well, that's better. That's about it. I mean, look, <laughs> there are some great movies out there. We all know that. We yeah. know Ian hates movies, obviously. Yeah. But, like, the Hollywood elite in general, a place that has homegrown issues they have the problem yeah. of rape molestation pedophilia not paying women the same amount as men all these issues that they have never solved themselves are put on us common folk like it's our issues we have to deal with yeah. when all seth myers had to do was look at everyone in the crowd and go you are the problem <laughs> that would have been a good speech i mean that's why they didn't get ricky gervais to do it that's why they didn't get a comedian to do it because uh, yeah. a comedian would have felt outside of that family and they would have attacked and made yeah. it funny. But Hollywood people don't understand comedy. No, unfortunately, no. So anyways, that's my little rant there. But we have a lot of rants, I think, ahead of us, right? Yeah, this is just the beginning. I just want to once again say, fuck every single award show. <laughs> every single fucking one. They're all dumb. Anyone who likes them, <laughs> you're fucking dumb. Like, it's great if you watch them because you make fun of them. Like, if it's part of your yeah. job or something and you get to make fun of them, uh, have at it. I mean, you're still wasting your life, but have at it. But, man, if you're just like, I want to see the celebrity walk down the red carpet and then see them suck each other's dicks. Like, that's all mm -hmm. they're fucking doing. It's like, hey, we're all in the same industry. Here's an award for a movie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I did go by the whole entire, I mean, I tried it, like movies that are awarded for whatnot. Mm -hmm. And then I actually watched a couple of those movies that are supposed to be so great. And I've never been let down so hard multiple times. Most of the time, the movies that are actually nominated for Oscars, the big ones, yeah. right? They yeah. are movies that you would never watch again. No. You watch them that one time and you say, okay, I saw an Oscar movie. Or whatever. Uh -huh. But you're still going to go back to like the movies that are the best are the ones you can constantly watch over and over again. Yeah. I will go back to Boondock Saints every time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> as long as not two. No, no, no. Two never happened. Good. Okay. Well, you'll enjoy three so much then. <laughs> anyway, sorry. This should probably be talked about in Ian Hates Movies. And it probably will be. Oh, yeah. But Dave... We have a lot to get into, so let's leave that bullshit in the past, and let's go to scene news. All right, Dave. So first up in scene news, the story we broke a while back, and we weren't the first people, but we were one of the first to actually talk about it. It turns out that Michael Bond has officially parted ways with issues. Yes, and now Issues is a pop band. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we knew it was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, super pop. I mean, there you go. 
No, it was definitely going to happen. Headspace was a terrible fucking album. Yeah. And you could tell that even though Michael was the best part of that album, there really wasn't any place for him anymore. Yeah, they kind of took him. I think they took him out of his own comfort zone and made him like try to sing and almost rap a couple verses right. that were cringeworthy. Right. And I'm not taking away from the talent of the band itself because I think every yeah. member of Issues is very talented. I mean, come on. Tyler Carter could be a standalone solo pop act if he wanted yeah, to. I, He'd be making tons of yeah, money. As far as vocal, yeah. Vocally, he's one of the best in our scene, if not the best. Not live, though. No. Not from live. what I hear, no. But his voice is pretty damn amazing. He's up yeah. there with Craig Owens and, you know, Johnny yeah. Craig. And, you know, you can keep on listing people. But... What I thought was probably the most interesting, which I'm sure people picked up on, is when Issues made the statement that he was no longer in the band, they went ahead and said they're announcing the departure of Michael Bond. They're well aware of how the internet rumor machine tends to spin its web. But the whole truth behind this amicable yet difficult decision, and right there, that's where I locked in on, is they said it was amicable. And then they went ahead and started talking about how, like, artistically, they're not really on the same page, all that kind of stuff, yeah. which means they're going in that extreme pop direction. Yeah, which backs up what I said. They took him out. I think they're taking him out of a zone he wants to be in. Right. And then for his statement, he goes, first off, I want to make it clear that I did not leave issues. It was brought to my attention that the band wanted to go in a different direction and they would be moving on without me. That's not amicable. No. Nah. Like That's maybe cold. yeah. Like maybe he didn't put up a huge fight about it, but that doesn't yeah. mean that it's amicable. So it's very yeah. interesting the way he put it and the way the band put it. It's nothing new when it comes yeah. to, you know, one member of a band leaving. Now, I think he's extremely talented and I think he can go anywhere and do really well. I'm going to get the rumor mill started. Oh, shit. Um, I think he should maybe go to Crown the Empire. The Screamer is gone. Yeah, but maybe he wants to write his own music. That's very true. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) It matters if they wrote any on that Issues album. Maybe he doesn't like writing his own music. It is possible. I don't know. know. There was a country singer on that album. I hope hope you remember. From Headspace? Yes. I don't. Actually, fucking terrible song. I tried listening to that multiple times for the show. It was rough. (laughs) It was fucking rough. But, I mean, come on. We all knew this was going to happen. We reported on it a while back. Obviously, it was alleged. Now it's official. I think he'll do well. I think Issues will continue to do well. That was the only part that I feel bad for Michael about is Issues is one of the highest grossing bands, I'm sure, in the scene. So he's Mm -hmm. losing his money ticket. Yeah. So other than that, hopefully he'll be able to go to another band, do well, maybe start his own. Who knows? But I think he's very talented, and I wish him the best. I'm actually kind of glad now that I don't have to listen to Issues anymore. Yeah. (laughs) So that works for me. Next up, we're going to give just an update on some bands that are in the studio. You've got Fit for an Autopsy, Protest the Hero, Limbs, and then Eyes on Satellite. So Limbs is already done. I yes. believe, if I'm not mistaken, which is very I'm the cool. most excited for that one. Yeah, I'm very, very excited for that. Fit for an Autopsy and Protest the Hero are in different stages. Yep. And then Eyes on Satellites is the local band in Massachusetts that I've talked about before. They've actually released a pre-order for their new EP, Illuminator. So if you go to their site, you can pre-order now. 
I'm assuming it's going to be out within the next couple weeks. So we'll definitely be talking yeah. about that on the show. I'm really excited for that. Yeah. All of those are something to be excited for, I think. Um, I agree. I know Limbs is – they have to be somewhat local to me because all their tours come through Central Ohio. So that one I know I'll be able to see live. Well, they had a really good EP this year. Yeah. I did see them play in a very small venue, and those dudes were fucking wild. And that's why I'm looking forward to any new stuff they have. Yeah. So, yeah, everyone, keep an eye out for all that, especially Eyes on Satellites, because their stuff is ready for pre-order now. I'll have the website in the description of the episode, too, so you can just click on there, get yourself a nice EP, thank me later. Yep. (laughs) All right, Dave. So this is a big one. Maybe we'll get into a little bit of a discussion here. I guess the 2017 Nielsen ratings came out for music. Now, I originally thought Nielsen was only for TV. Okay. I I had no idea about this in general, so... Do you not know what Nielsen is? No. (laughs) So... I don't know if they do it anymore, but a big thing or a big deal that I used to think about was I always wanted to be a quote unquote Nielsen household. And what that meant was, you know what I mean? They give you that box that Uh they, it streams to Nielsen what you watch on TV. And then that means that if you watch it, then maybe like a hundred thousand people would also be watching it. So whatever your favorite shows were would actually probably do better in ratings and maybe not get canceled because you're representing a large number of people. Uh-huh. Okay. So I didn't know they do music, but apparently they do. So they do a whole like full year recap. And the biggest cool. part of this recap is that for the first time, rock music is not the leading genre. Huh. I wonder how they gather this information. Well, they gather it from album sales, digital songs, and on-demand audio streams. Okay. The streams might be a good case to, to, like, that's something they have on their side, but I wouldn't hold anything to their albums or anything like that, especially with, I don't know, who are they up against? I mean, Drake is number one? I would imagine it's some sort of calculation. It's some sort of equation. Now, I don't have that, I'm assuming that, but it would make sense that you would take the sales of this, sales of that, sales of that, and add in some kind of ratio based on what's more popular or whatever, and that's how you would do it. Yeah. Imagine Dragons is still considered rock on here. Well, we'll get to that. Yeah. So just so you know, the reason why we're talking about rock not being one of the main you know, genres anymore is that the top 10 artists are all rap, hip-hop, and pop. Yeah. Good stuff. (laughs) Is it? Is it good stuff? Oh, yeah. I'm sure. You're familiar with, uh, pull out a good one here, Post Malone. I have heard of that person before. Yeah, I, I saw a video of him. I, I think he has a lot of like rock background or scene background, actually. He's the mailman, right? Utah yep. Jazz? Oh. <laughs> but, um, Let's talk about the artists in the genre of rock that they talk about. So, Oh, boy, do we have to? We do. We do for this uh, show, sh- anyways. For this show, we All do. Right. So the top five artists are Metallica, Imagine Dragons, Beatles, Linkin Park, <laughs> and 21 Pilots. <laughs> now. Oh my God. So really, the quote is true. Rock is dead. You know, uh, hate to be that guy, but if, <laughs> according to this chart, yeah, it's done. 
And by the way, we'll go back to that. But the top five albums are Imagine Dragons, 21 Pilots, Metallica, Volume 2 of Guardians of the Galaxy, (laughs) which I brought up last week and people laughed at me, and then Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Now, at least two of these people are on these lists because they're dead. Yeah. Linkin Park, obviously, and Tom Petty. Yes. Linkin Park, it's because a lot of people went back and streamed all their old music. It's not because of the new album. No. It's absolutely not. Plus, they wouldn't be in the rock category if that were no. the case. That's true. But The fucking Beatles. But think about it this way, though, man. What if the Beatles weren't on there? Think of how less rock would be if the Beatles weren't still selling albums. I'm terrified to see what number six was. Water parks? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, motherfucker. I like to think about it. You shouldn't. By the way, what's also funny is there are two bands on there, not even bands. There are two things on there based on movies. The only reason why 21 Pilots is on there is because the Heathens with Suicide Squad and then obviously Guardians of the Galaxy. That's the only reason why those are on there. So this is a very, very sad showing for rock. Yes, it is. Oh, that's a bad one. Did you get a chance to listen to any of those Imagine Dragons songs yet? I can't do that to myself. Oh, man. The song Thunder. If you really if you're having a really good day and you want to fucking ruin it, listen to that song. Surprise, surprise, Dave. I do hate myself. So I do enjoy <laughs> torturing myself plenty. So I might be able to get to that. I might. Yep. But Maybe. yeah, man, I mean, it is really interesting and it's I don't really know what it means for the scene. I don't know if this means anything. Yeah. But when you've got younger people listening to more hip hop and more pop. That does take away from people that might be like, hey, I want to pick up a guitar. Yeah. You know, it might stop people from being like, you know what? I want to learn how to do unclean vocals. Yeah. That's the kind of thing that is kind of sad if they're like that, because most of that music on that list doesn't have any real instruments in it. And I'm talking about the top 10 list. Yeah, the top 10 list. Um, Maybe three of those have an instrument. Maybe. I don't know. I mean... I guess Ed Sheeran, maybe. Yeah, Ed. Bruno uh, Mars, kind of, Bruno maybe. Mars. I don't know. I don't fucking know, man. And maybe, I don't know about The weekend. No, they definitely don't. Because I saw that motherfucker on SNL once, and I was like, this is God fucking awful. All right, so we'll say two, assuming, I, I don't know enough about some of these. So Look, I know T-Swifty used to play guitar, but I don't think she does anymore. To, yeah. yeah, I no. don't think she does anymore. No. Maybe this is why a lot of bands are going more in that pop direction. I mean, everyone wants to make money, and I don't hold that against them. That's for sure. But it is a little scary, though, if this is a trend, that we're not going to be getting any real rock music. Look, Foo Fighters had a brand new album out, and they're not charting at all. Not at all. And I thought everyone loved Foo Fighters. (sighs) We thought wrong. We did. But you know what? I think we think wrong a lot. (laughs) If you listen to the show... Yeah, if you listen to the show, <laughs> I'm sure people would think that as well. All water parks fans shaking uh, their fists at us right now. I I blocked another person on Twitter. Oh gosh. Water parks fan or yeah, they, they retweeted a tweet that water parks put out today about they were selling out more. They were talking about all oh. the media outlets that they love. Uh, yeah. So oh. yep, just sucking more dick. <laughs> Which sometimes is fine. Just not when they do it. (laughs) 
we warned them this would be a rough show. There's a warning at the beginning of the show. <laughs> All right, on to more happy news here. We had kind of referenced this a few times on the show, but never wanted to go into full detail until everything really came out. And it looks like all the charges against the band Decapitated have been dropped. The only weird thing, though, for me was that, yeah, they said all charges have been dropped, but it says the motion cites the well-being of the victim as a reason for dropping the charges without prejudice, and then says, still, though, the remaining four men can be prosecuted in the future. Yeah. So I'm not a lawyer. I don't know what that means. Me neither. I just know I've already familiar, like, familiarized Decapitated as a band from this story. So that, that alone is bad. And that fucking sucks, man. That's not fair to them. Hopefully they come out some music. Maybe we'll cover them on here. Yeah, look, I mean, from the stories that I read about it, it didn't seem like they did anything wrong. Uh-huh. But we weren't there, so I guess you don't know. But uh-huh. there's a reason why the charges are dropped. Yeah. And they've been held for months now. I mean, they're not yeah. even from here. Probably three months. That yeah, I mean, was a long a fucking time, man. Yeah. Been a while. I, I was hoping you'd say it. I was <laughs> seeing if I can sneak that in. But yeah, good for them. Hopefully they didn't do anything wrong. Hopefully this all gets left in the past and this doesn't ruin their careers. But when shit like this happens, it really can and it's very unfortunate. Yeah. Next up, we have, I guess, Radiohead. And I know people have talked about this already. But I guess Radiohead is suing Lana Del Rey for one of their songs, and I don't even want to spend time on this because people seem to not remember or never do their research that Radiohead was sued when Creep came out, and they were sued by the Hollies because it's almost an exact ripoff of the air that I breathe by the Hollies. So the Hollies uh-huh. sued, got part royalty rights, and got I think it was like written by credits. Yeah. So what are Radiohead doing thinking that they can even sue her for having a song? And now, believe it or They're not... Trying to get their money back. I guess. <laughs> but even that, I did listen to the song. The song in question is a song called Get Free by uh-huh. Lana Del Rey. And they're saying it sounds like Creep. And it does. It's the exact same song again. So we've got three tracks that are the exact same, just with different lyrics. And yeah. Creep has a distorted guitar at one point. Yep. There you go. That's it. And that's all you need to know. So... If Radiohead wins, then the Hollies get money. Yep. I mean, what else are you going to say about it? <laughs> Plus, all music is taken anyways. Yeah. There's nothing original anymore. <laughs> I find so many songs, especially in like something pop-related, that the chorus is just ripped out of an old song. Yeah. It fucking happens all the time. Yeah, and people are like, oh, this song's good. I'm like, do you know that chorus actually came from a song made in the 60s? <laughs> <laughs> That happens in hip-hop a lot, right? All the time. Yeah. And look, I'm not even saying it's a bad thing to do. There are only so many chords, and there's only so many ways to put them together. Yeah. So what can you do? I'm not saying that Lana Del Rey shouldn't owe money, but it's also like, hey, I also don't care because Radiohead ripped off the Hollies. Yeah. All right, Dave. So apparently, it's time to piss off some women, right? Oh, I think it's come up on that time of the hour. Yeah, I think so. So why don't you take it away? So Dan reached out on Twitter calling out, I think we talked about him. We're 
a while back and reviewed their album. He gave it a positive review of the band Makeout. Oh, I was about to say, I didn't even hear you say the name. So, wait, what are we talking about? The, we're, right now we're talking about the band Makeout. Who'd you make out of with? the word? Oh. What did you do, Dave? What did you secret. do? <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. So, Dan from Real Friends called out Makeout on Twitter saying you can't diss with the word whore or sound like th- they sound like third graders. So everyone is having a problem with this band makeout because of the word whore. And this brings up so many other red flags if this is an issue, okay? If people want to hate on makeout for this. Who'd you um, make out with? <laughs> still a secret. <laughs> well, Dave, <laughs> let me give a little backstory here. You were the one who let me know about this. I originally was unaware because obviously, why would I? So then when you sent me this information, I was like, oh, I remember the band Makeout. We did a relatively favorable review. Were you on the show at that time? Okay. So we did a relatively favorable. I wouldn't say it's the best pop punk band out there. I certainly wouldn't do that. But they're nowhere near water parks or seaway. No, not not even close. Yeah, right there. They're, They're somewhere in the middle. Yep. I remember hearing that track and not giving a shit. I'm just like, oh, this is a very pop punk emo song. Uh-huh. And I'm like, okay. And we talked about it on the show and we went on our merry way. Now you send me all this stuff about people getting upset that they said whore in the song yeah. Secrets. Yep. So I went to their Twitter and I looked up where they were just talking about secrets. And I scrolled down like half of them are like, wow, this is like the greatest pop punk ever. I fucking love this. And then you get into oh, I thought we were done with this. Like, aren't we done with having this misogyny in the scene and all this shit and just goes and goes and goes? Yeah. So I went and I go, well, I haven't listened to this album for a while. Let me go check out the lyrics for it. So right here, here is the first part of the song. I fell asleep so well last night. I bet you wouldn't believe it because I knew there was nobody out there who even had a chance of cheating. Right there in the third fucking line. He's stating that this song is about a girl cheating on him. Right there. We have the context of the song. The song is about a girl who cheats on him. Then he goes on to talk about how much money he spent on her. He calls her a broke bitch and says, go choke on a hot dog from 7-Eleven because your secrets are not safe with me anymore. You blew it with your bullshit. You fucking whore. Now, I hope that we are not having any children listening right now because that would have been way, way too crazy. Oh, yeah. But right here, that structure has every pop punk band ever. Uh Uh-huh. So if they were going after them for not being original, then maybe I could see that a little bit. But right here, it has 70 times 7 written all over it. Yeah. So my question to people then is, what are we getting upset about? Or what are you getting upset about? I mean, we're adults. And I think, is there an explicit warning on this? I'm assuming because they say bullshit and fucking. Yeah, I'd imagine. Yeah. And then the question to the guy from Real Friends is, are you not a third grader for saying fucking? Like, is that word okay? Like, was I, should I have censored myself? Like, I don't, (laughs) I don't understand what words I'm allowed to use and which ones I'm not. Yeah. If I'm writing my own album that I funded, I think, I think I'm going to say what I want. Right. And then also, this is in the context of a song where the woman cheated on the guy. And we don't have to go way out there into space and say, well, 
not only women cheat on men, men also cheat on women. So you should be equal in what you're doing because what I'm guessing is that this particular guy, whether this is a true, you know, (laughs) whether this is a true series of events that he is retelling in a song or he's making it up or he's writing it for a friend, whatever it happens to be, he does not have to write later on, oh, but also guys cheat on women as well. Because if he didn't do that, then he doesn't cheat on women. Yeah. You see what I mean? So, yeah. The other way around, like you said, I mean, you listen to, uh, I don't know, a Pink album. A, um, Who? Adele album. What? Uh, Taylor Swift. What? They, every album is about something similar to this. Um, the opposite way around, of course. I did you a favor. Oh. If we're going to scratch off the band makeout because they use these adult words since we're not adults... Um, let's, I'm going to give you some other bands we need to mark off. Panic of the Disco is no longer oh, a good band at all. Oh, shit. But AP loves them. Yep. Oh. Yep. We cannot cover them. Oh, no. Drugs. Oh, you shouldn't are bad do drugs. Now. Yep. In this moment, female-fronted band. That's a female-fronted band. Oh, wait. No, no. Uh-huh. Don't worry, Dave. They can say it. Women ah. are allowed to say whore. Yep. Eminem. What? Paramore. What? AP. No. Yeah. Well, once again, woman, she can say it. Yep. No, no. Silly me. Sorry, buddy. Asking Alexandria, mark them off. Oh. I don't have to mark them off because I already did after Empire. Oh, Dave, you're ruining the scene for me. Yep. And another pop punk band, uh, Mayday Parade. Because the girl was under the table, right? Making friends. Done. I remember that. Damn. We should probably let people know. Yep. And that's probably only a very, very small list. <laughs> yeah. I, I found those and I did. I text you that list in roughly six minutes. You did. So it was very, very quick. Because <laughs> the first thing that came to my mind was Panic at the Disco. Yep. Such a simple little whore. Bah, bah, yep. bah, 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 bah. Anyways, man, look, I, I don't know. I, my head hurts. I don't understand and he didn't call the girl by her name like he didn't call her out in the song right but i guess like i mean her secrets aren't safe with him anymore though so you know do we forget context do we forget everything about real life when you're trying to find something to be mad about like really let's even switch it around like so a guy cheats on a girl does the girl not call him a slut Does a girl not call him a whore? Does a girl not call him a cocksucker? Like, what are the okay words to do when you're upset when someone does something terrible to you? Like, when did we get to the point, and I know we've talked about this on the show before, but when did we get to the point where the words mean more than the actions? Yeah. Maybe, didn't we review an album? uh, Was it Sharp Tooth, I think? Talking about rape and mansplaining. Yeah, that was too much. (laughs) I don't know when we got, I'm I'm ripping this off from Scrubs, but I don't know when we got to sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will hurt forever. When did that fucking happen? And also, (laughs) I mean, the word horror, it's so inane. Yeah. The only reason why that word should ever hurt someone is because they actually are a whore. Yeah. Otherwise, why would you care? I haven't seen too many females reach out on twitter and bitch about this it's typically males no i will tell you i actually saw a lot of women you did yeah i saw a lot of women on makeouts twitter 
being like, I thought we were done with this misogyny. You know, I was just starting to feel safe in the scene and now I don't. But I will say this, by the way, I will have any woman on the show that wants to debate this. I'd be completely fine because my conversation, you know, let's take racial words out of it and let's just have a regular like swear word, whatever the fuck. I think you should be able to say whatever you want. Yeah. And it's not because something doesn't hurt me, but it does hurt you. Like, I'm not a selfish person. So if there were words that really annoyed me, I would not be like, hey, you shouldn't be saying these words. Yeah. And there isn't any of those words that really dig at me because I'm an adult. (laughs) And that's the way I would normally think of things. Is Sure, you can take any word and with the right aggression hurt someone with that. Yeah. That's still, though, that's the emotion behind it. This person in the song is hurt because someone they love cheated on them. Yeah. So why can't they call that person a whore? Man or woman, I don't even give a shit. Yeah, yeah. I think it's pretty justifiable. Um, I feel like everyone's at one point in their life felt that way. (laughs) Unfortunately. Yeah, so, I mean, what other words do we need to ban? What other words make you feel unsafe? When you're at a fucking place, you're an adult. Yeah. So maybe we should try to replace that word in the song. Let's let's make it a PG or G rated at this point. I got it. All right, here we go. A rascal? No, no, I got it. I got it. So your secrets are not safe with me anymore. You blew it with your bullshit, you fucking cunt. (laughs) Much better. Thanks. Oh my gosh. Um so Landon Tour's song. I hope you have a shitty Christmas. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with that song? I am. And he uses such a colorful vocabulary in that song. And it makes me love that song. <laughs> it's my favorite Christmas song. Everyone does. <laughs> I, I, look, yep. the only thing I can think of is that people just don't like the band Makeout. And that's fine. Like, yeah. you don't want to like yeah. them, completely fine. Look, as much as I love real friends, that guy would not contact Mayday Parade and say, hey, I hope you don't oh. do that song anymore. Because you shouldn't be we saying should whore. Or, them, so. by the way, maybe we missed it, Dave. Maybe there was a time point in the scene where it was like, oh, those words were okay back then. They are not okay yeah. right now. Huh. I don't know. It obviously wasn't 2017 because that's when their album no. came out. So it must have been like huh. 2016 or something. Yeah, we missed the mark. We didn't get that announcement. You would think we are the scene. Maybe we yeah, would yeah. be giving the announcements out to everybody. And I know yeah. I sound really condescending right now because I am being really condescending right now. <laughs> like, sure, I could play along and play the person who's like, oh, I'm really hurt by people saying the word whore or whatever fucking word that you want. See, I say fuck a lot. Yeah. I used to think that when you said that word with a lot of venom, that that would be like a bad thing. But apparently that word's not too bad. But words that wouldn't even be on the spectrum of words that I wouldn't, I would never think that you couldn't say whore on anything. You can say it yeah. on TV. Uh-huh. So how is that? How is that bad? Yeah. I, you got me. I don't know what the big deal is. I, I wonder if this even just squashed this band altogether. You know, who, who would want to tour with uh, It's like drama all around this band that I wouldn't say they asked for, but they're just getting, they seem like they've got attitude. I would say that. I mean, they seem pretty yeah. seen, but I would say that Makeout is nowhere near as bad for the scene as Waterparks is. I would rather have a band like Makeout say horror a bunch of fucking times and talk from the heart than be a manufactured band 
saying dumb shit to everyone and everyone falling for it. Oh, my hair's blue. I'm amazing. That's worse <laughs> for the scene than anything else. Selling out at every single turn is worse for the yeah. scene than in one song where you got cheated on, you said whore. Yeah. And I feel as if they didn't maybe debut this as like their opening. This is the first song that they ever released, I think. And I feel like if they didn't lead with this or maybe didn't make a music video for it, it would have been unnoticed. Maybe. Yep. But look, we we review music and play music on this show that talks about killing people. Yeah. Like gruesome, gruesome shit we talk about yeah. on the show. But yet that is fine. I just can't get over it because that word literally means nothing. Yeah. I mean, for Christ's sake, so do you guys listened or looked up the lyrics to a sworn in album? <laughs> you want to talk about some dark shit? He kills himself every song. Right. <laughs> and look, <laughs> I don't know about Dave, but I do identify as a male. Dave, I will not ask you because that's not an appropriate thing to ask somebody. But at least for me. I'll be outraged if you ask me. Yeah, exactly. So maybe I don't get it because I don't identify as female. But the word whore just seems like, like we've said it a million times, and I wouldn't be worried about playing this for my mom. No, yeah. I just, I don't get it. And that's what I'm saying. I will have someone on the show. Maybe we'll do a call-in or something. I'll get a fucking number, and we'll tell people, if you want to talk about this topic, call in, and we'll do it sometime. Spoiler alert, we'll talk about this more in detail after the anniversary show. But we have a lot of segments planned, and some of them yep. may have women. Ooh, so I have no problem. Did you say controversy? Oh, Dave. Oh, Dave. <laughs> controversy. <laughs> but we will have, look, I'm going to be nonchalant about this because I don't care. No children should be listening to the show. Only adults should be listening to the show. And if you have a personal problem with a word, that's your own problem. Yeah. Don't put it out there for everyone and make this like a grandstand. You have to do that now for everything. Yeah, everything, really. I don't I don't know, Dave. I wish you would have never brought this to my attention. <laughs> Can you imagine what people think about a Dance Kevin dance lyric? Holy shit. Yeah. Losing their fucking minds. Yep. They don't know what to think. They absolutely don't. Are we missing anything right now? I look at the lyrics for the song, and I don't see where you can like rhyme hey, this was a really terrible woman who happened to cheat on me this one time, but women don't all cheat and most women are amazing. But, you know, I'm yeah. just stating the obvious for people that someone cheated on me, so I'm heartbroken about it. But don't forget, all women are great and women never do anything wrong. Continue song. Yeah, <laughs> It doesn't roll off the tongue as well. Yeah, yeah and if you guys are curious more on this, topic and see like if you really just google the band in this song secrets i think it's secrets right or secret i want to say secrets because he does mention that her secrets are not safe anymore so yeah if you really just google that i'm sure that you will have multiple links and message boards i don't know i think they might have disabled the youtube comments (laughs) i really i think they did that's really funny so it's not a very hard thing to come by and especially with dan from real friends just calling him out like that so you can find this about anywhere right now. And it, it was a big deal when the song came out and it kind of died there for a while. And but now it's back. now it's starting again. Well, I think we should just send this to the guys from Make Out and get them on the show. It'd be awesome. Make sure you tag them in the episode. I will. If you want to have a logical conversation with me, that's fine. 
I just have trouble when someone tells me there's a word that shouldn't be used. It's it's so weird to me that in a song with the context all laid out, I could understand if you were just going around saying all women are whores. Yeah. If you were like that, you're just like, hey, I fucking hate women. Women fucking suck. And, yeah. you know, I'm glad Hillary Clinton isn't president because women are all fucking whores. I understand yeah. that if that's what you were doing on stage every night, people would be like, well, fuck this person. Like, why would yeah. I want misogyny in the scene? But the context yeah. is laid out in this track. Why is everyone getting so upset about it? There's too much good music. There's too much going on that's so much better to talk about. Why would this matter? Yeah. And if you don't like this band because of that, then don't go see them. It's pretty simple, really. It's really fucking simple. I try not to go to bands that I don't like. And unfortunately, I'm going to talk about a story <laughs> in new songs. But in general, I try not to go to okay. shows that I don't like. Uh-huh. So I don't know, man. Is there anything else we have to say? I'm sure we pissed a lot of people off. But hopefully yeah. the uh, adults in the audience. mail to us. I'd like to see some do it. the Hate closing mail. side. And, yep. That's fine. Call me a whore. I don't give a shit. I'm not water parks. See, that would be the one thing. I would call water parks a bunch of whores because they sell out everywhere. And guess what? <laughs> they're a bunch of dudes. Yep. I know. There's so many great swear words that we can use for anything. They don't have to be male and female. I don't mind calling a woman a dick. No. You know what I mean? Like, I don't consider that, first of all, a good thing to be called. And I don't consider that something that you would only call men. Yeah. Maybe we're just lost. Maybe we're just not meant for this time anymore. Uh, looking at the top albums and songs this year, I, I really, I really think <laughs> we're not meant to be here. I'm just happy that Attila and ICP are touring together. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, uh, please. I wish that people would tell Franz what not to say. I'm sure they've tried in the past, but he just lets it roll right off him. But notice <laughs> all the people would never go after Franz, but they'll go after yeah. the guys in makeout. <laughs> on Attila, did you see um, who's featured on the new album? No, who? Me? Oh my god! I hope it's me. Oh, you're gonna like this. I hope Franz has a soundboard of me the way I have a soundboard of him. <laughs> <laughs> so they have a feature from the guy from Eskimo Callboy. Oh, that band. And Hollywood Undead. <laughs> yes. All right, I'm fine with that. Eskimo Callboy sucks ass. They really do. <laughs> There's a song called, okay, there's a song called Fuck. Yeah. And there's another song called Personal Pussy. Ah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> By the way, I'm going to apologize to people. For some reason, and I see it on the screen, Dave has his pop filter up. But you are popping all over the place, and I don't know why. I'm poppy. You are, you are a popping motherfucker. You're a popping whore. Yep. <laughs> Whoa. Aren't you really mad at me for what I said? Furious. You're an unfeeling machine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Are we done? I'm sure people are done hearing us rant. Yeah, I think we're done. All right. Well, that is it for scene news. That means it's time for new songs. All right, everyone. New song time. And we begin with the new one from Barbie Sailors. This is Follow. Let's take a listen. I could keep the light into darkness. You'd be my escape. 
Now we've got friend of the show, Sienna Skies, with their new one, Widow. Let's take a listen. Next up, we have the new one from Tonight Alive. This is Disappear. The new album, Underworld, comes out December 12th on Hopeless Records. Let's take a listen. Now we have the new one from Camp Hope. This is Ready to Fall. The band's debut album comes out January 26th on In Vogue Records. Let's take a listen. Is it safe to make this statement that the places I've been are perfect moments to the times I went? The told to tick and I hope you see that anxiety win. There's a new loophole or a new hope hoping that the heaven don't find but your new joke. And I let the comfort zone of time alone become the leashes in my skin. Now we've got The Dangerous Summer with Ghosts. The self-titled album comes out January 26th on Hopeless Records. Let's take a listen. Next, we have Extinction AD in the wake of Uprising. The album Decimation Treaty comes out February 16th on Good Fight Music. Let's take a listen. Next, we have Don Bracco, Come Out to L.A. The album Technology comes out February 2nd on Sharp Tone Records. Let's take a listen. Next, we have 
Now we've got the new one from Breaking Benjamin. This is Red Cold River. The new album Ember comes out later this spring. Let's take a listen. Next, we have the new one from Dead Eyes. This is Hallucinating. Let's take a listen. Now we've got the new one from Corey Wells. This is Walk Away. Let's take a listen. Are you bored with yourself? Drunk and I promise you I'll be leaving you and your pride will too. You know I'm through. The cap twists off again Fuck Here we go again Another night alone Waiting by the phone Don't come home Come home Follow through Now we have the new one from Find Yourself This is Conjured Conjecture Featuring Kurt Travis Let's take a listen Now we have the new one from 40 Ounce Mouse, or Fosmo. Here's Grass. Next up, we have Eternal Void with Element. The deluxe edition of Catharsis comes out March 2nd on Tragic Hero Records. Let's take a listen. Oh, 
Last up, we have Kane Hill with It Follows. The album Too Far Gone comes out January 19th on Rise Records. Let's take a listen. All right, Dave, we are back closer to the same kind of range of tracks that we were used to for new songs. So tell me about them. How are you feeling? All right. So this caught me off guard. Oh, shit. Barbie Sailor. Yeah, that was a good track. That's a damn good song. What a shitty band name, but what a damn good song. (laughs) Good point. Good point. (laughs) So the Tonight Alive song called Disappear. I wish that band would disappear. Oh, what a terrible That's a joke. fucking terrible song. No, you know what, though? What's really funny is because it's featuring Lynn Gunn of Pivris, it became a Pivris song. Yeah. Like, that's not how Tonight Alive sounds. That's like they just brought in everyone from Pivris and did that. Yep, they did. For sure. But I didn't and, hate it. Uh, I didn't hate it. I don't know. It's fine. The music video made me hate it. Oh, more. I didn't watch that. Don't. <laughs> okay. Another standout turd. Whoa. That Don Don Bracco song? Yeah. Cringeworthy. So by the way, that's what I was going to talk about. So before the full tour got announced, I was like, fuck yeah, yeah. going to see Our Last Night. This is going to be awesome because I love seeing Our Last Night. They're always good live. It's out at the Palladium, which I don't like. But they said, hey, everyone gets a free meet and greet before the show, blah, blah. Got some friends. We're like, yeah, fuck yeah, we're going. That was before the openers were announced. Ooh. All the openers are bad. And the main opener (laughs) is Don Bracco. So here's the thing. I'm up in the air with Don Bracco because I think they do interesting things and I don't hate them. I'm interested to see what they do live. That's going to be the tipping point for me because it is possible. They might be awesome live. Yeah. So I'm iffy on this track because there are parts of it that I like, but there are lots of parts that I don't. Yes, the the lyrics are rubbish. Rubbish. (laughs) Oh, and by the way, not to go all the way back to the conversation we just had, but if people listen to Ian Hates Music and Ian Hates Movies, they know one of my favorite things to do to say that I don't like something is to call someone garbage. You know, like a pile of garbage or dripping garbage. I get really graphic with it. To me, calling someone garbage is like one of the worst things you can do because that means you're not even fucking human. 
Yeah. So when I talk, <laughs> when I talk like that, put garbage to whore, and garbage is way higher on my list. Yeah. So yeah. Side story there. <laughs> Some highlights here. Ooh. I was impressed by the band Dead Eyes. Yes, agreed. That was a very good song. Mm-hmm. Hallucinating was the track. Um, I'm excited to see what I think they have a lot of singles out right now, no albums, so they need to get on that so we can review it. Agreed. Uh, that Corey Wells song. I like that fucking shit a lot. Yeah. I was surprised. I like a nice acoustic track. Yeah, I agree. Now here comes the one we can debate. You know where I'm going. Go ahead. Kane Hill. Uh, I will say (laughs) that even though I'm a fan of Kane Hill, this song didn't strike me the way their tracks normally do. So I will not write off this album because I'm still hoping for very good stuff. But this one was a little weirder for me. Yeah, about two weeks and we can, we can review that one. Yep. Um, the Camp Hope thing was very... Uh, I didn't mind it. That was fine. Yeah, I mean, I w- I'm happy that he's branching out a little bit from um, Hotel Books. Right, yeah. And maybe having some melodies in there and whatnot, not just spoken word. But it is kind of still spoken word. It's, uh, ah, it's a little... Uh, yeah, it's weird. I got you. I'll give it a try. Um, and See in the Skies, another great song. Yeah. Friend of the show, Sienna Skies with Widow. That blew me away because I wasn't expecting new music. So, so Yeah. So that was awesome. I'm really hoping for like a tour announcement or something. I'm hoping they come to the States. Everyone should be going out and checking out Widow. Yeah. That was a, definitely a highlight of this week for me. For sure. Any others? Yeah, man. Actually, I have a lot to talk about. I liked a lot uh, of this stuff. So for me, Breaking Benjamin... That track okay. sounded like old fucking Breaking Benjamin. It did. I really enjoyed that. I mean, uh-huh. even though I don't believe in guilty pleasures, I just like Breaking Benjamin. That uh-huh. sounded like old school Breaking Benjamin that I really enjoyed. So I hope that's the direction they're going back in. So I thought that was great. Uh-huh. 40 Ounce Mouse, a small okay. acoustic track. Now, this is a pop punk uh-huh. easy core band. So this certainly wasn't like one of their main tracks or anything. But that is Dallas Whittington's new band and he used to be in friend of the show take the fall and uh-huh. right now he's recording over at lee jennings studio i think it's like ghost kids okay. and he's the lead singer for funeral portrait which is also friend of the show uh-huh. so i enjoy yep. that i think that's a good way of introing the band though i think they're going to be more on that pop punk side i don't think it's going to be acoustic i could be wrong but i enjoyed yeah. that a lot as well yeah, since they call that track acoustic in the title, I feel like they won't be strictly acoustic band. Right. Then other things to note as well, Eternal Void got signed by Tragic Hero Records this week. So yep. they're releasing their previous album, Catharsis. They're doing a deluxe edition. So this album's already been out for like three years. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. So this is a deluxe edition, and Element isn't a new track, but it is a good track. Yes, so good for them for being picked up by Tragic Hero. I agree with that one. That was that's a really good. I forgot all about that one. That's a good song. I don't know why you're popping so much, man. It's so weird. It's fucking weird. But yeah, man. I think that's it for me. I enjoyed a lot of stuff, but obviously, friend of the show stuff was great. Of course, yeah. That's always the good stuff. So yeah, we are almost back to the same amount of new songs. So yeah, at least we're there. Most. Yeah. So from there, I think it's time for our favorite part of the show.
All right, everyone, it is album review time. We've got a lot to go through, so let's get right to it. First up, we have Vile Ones with Teeth EP on Good Fight Music. This is a hardcore, screamo, metalcore, post-hardcore band, six tracks, and this is kind of a super group because you've got yeah. O Sleeper vocalist Mika Kennard, and you've got ex-Scarlet members Randy Vanderbilt and Andreas Magnuson, I think. That's how you say huh. it, I think. Okay. Anyways, Close enough. Yeah. But heavy as fuck. Yes, it was. We're going to start off with my highlight. Oh. Um, I expected it to be like a heavy, but you know, the type of heavy that Dave usually doesn't like. Oh, that's true. And it came through. Nice. That was a damn good album or EP, <laughs> I should say. Hey, I thought so too. I mean, lots of really good unclean vocals. It was those really harsh, higher register screamo screams yeah. that I really liked a lot. And then, I mean, I would even say there's a little bit of like early used, early glass jaw. You know, I was going to say early used, and I'm going to go out on a limb here, so feel free to judge. But I I caught signs of like early Drop Dead Gorgeous in a couple of these, especially track four. I definitely agree. I can hear some of that for sure. And yeah, I mean, you know, there was like a minute amount of clean vocals in, I think it was the last track, right? Like Dancing... 1808 yeah that was it but very very small this band is not a dual clean and unclean type of band this is all just hit you heavy it's mostly fast paced and man i just really enjoyed my way through it yeah i'm so weird about what kind of heavy metal or metal core you could say i like and this type of pitch and pace is definitely my favorite well why don't we take a listen to bait and color So once again, that's Vile Ones, Teeth EP on Good Fight Music. Next up, we have We Gave It Hell with Labyrinth, and this is self-released. This is a rock, metal, hardcore, alternative rock band from Las Vegas. Ten tracks, one filler. And I thought what was interesting about this band was there was one vocalist. Yeah. And he ranges from like those mid-cleans to shrill highs and then like deathcore lows and i guess the main thing that i have about this band is i'm not sure where they fit i i would agree with that um i was debating that when i like track one can be so different from one of the others even mid-song i feel like it switches genres everyone we are back we had a little bit of technical difficulties there was a little popping or something which i'm sure you heard for most of the show 
that was going on, and we're still not exactly sure where it was coming from, but Dave has moved around his home. He is now in the basement, so you might hear some rumbling. Not even sure if we're going to use that mic, so Dave might sound a little bit different, but I think that'll be for the best because we were dealing with a lot of fucking popping and shit, so. Yeah, and I apologize. I think my mic might have taken a dump on me. I don't even know if I'm talking through my mic right now. I might be going through my laptop, so the sound may be way different, but hey, if this works... And if it sounds better, I might just fucking keep it this way. We'll just do it for at least right now. So that's fine. Yeah. But yeah. So anyways, weird little technical difficulties back to we gave it hell. So really, I think the point we were getting at for a second there was that we really don't know where to place this album. Yeah. It's from metalcore to like a new metal to, I don't know, a screamo. I mean, it, eh. it the range is all over the place. And maybe that's why I kind of struggled to adapt to it. Maybe that's where I, I, I struggled to fit in a little bit. Sure. Um, I wouldn't say this is any by any means a bad album. It's just right. I, I struggled maybe putting it as my favorite. Maybe more time with it will do, do it for me. I mean, that happens to me all the time. I think there's a almost once a week there's an album that grows on me <laughs> the next week. Right. Yeah. I would say for sure this isn't a bad album. I think every person that I was hearing when I looked at music videos, they all have talent. And I do yeah. like what they're doing. It's just weird because it's almost like they tried to be different on their debut album and weren't as focused, maybe. And yeah. now that's yeah. affecting them. But by trying to be different, they were very much the same. Yeah. And their next album, I mean, being so all over the place, their next album, they can go in so many directions. <laughs> so that's one good thing from it. It's true. And I think, you know, I like the unclean vocals. I like the guitar work. I like all that stuff. I thought they just made weird choices like the track OBE. That track yeah. was so fucking weird. And it sounded like, okay, if this was 30 seconds, that would be an okay interlude or if you wanted to intro the album with that it'd yeah. be like okay that's fine but the song's like four fucking minutes long and it's the same yeah. thing over and over again it was so weird it was like they had that plus a filler track it's like why'd you even do that could you not finish this one i don't i don't get yeah. it i felt like the opener was a little too long too that's a possibility i don't remember that for sure but that's a possibility i don't know i don't think it was bad i think they're just not as focused and i am looking forward to seeing what they do on the sophomore album but at least for this one, it was just like, it's almost there. It's just not different yeah. enough by not being the same. I don't know. It's so weird to say. But I think they're all talented. I think people should take a listen to this for sure. If this came on the radio, I certainly wouldn't change the channel. No, no, not at all. So I say, let's give a listen to Labyrinth. So once again, that's We Gave It Hell, Labyrinth, and this is self-released. Next up, we have Pounders, Through the Fire, and this is another self-release. So 
I don't even know what to say about this. This is poppy alternative, but yet there's like reggae influenced. Almost. Yeah, there's alt, <laughs> there's ska, there's just tons of other genres in it. And really, this band should not be on our list of stuff to go over. We'll say that no. for sure. Yeah, so we're biased a little bit. <laughs> but it's an interesting listen because what yeah. I thought right away, just that first track alone, I was like, this band is the epitome of a movie soundtrack band. <laughs> yeah. Like, I could see their music being used in the background of, like, a montage scene of, like, different right. movies, especially throwback movies, because at some yeah. points, this sounded like an 80s new wave band. It did. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's even a fucking standalone drum solo. Yep. And I was like, what Don't year are we living in? <laughs> it's so weird. Like I I don't know, man. I I think they're talented. I mean, I know I say that a lot, but I really do think these musicians are talented. And they're doing melody, they're being catchy, but to me this kind of music is like flavorless almost. Yeah. It, it, I I struggled. I mean, it's not my cup of tea, I would say. So, someone else could enjoy this a lot more than you or you or I. So. Right. And I mean, the way I would guess I would kind of compare them a little bit is sometimes they sound like they're from fucking the UK but they're like from the San Francisco Bay area like they're from the Bay Uh area so it's a little weird the way I almost see them is did you see that Netflix movie Sing Street no they're a little similar to that even though I like the songs in Sing Street better okay I don't know it's interesting we're not going to play any of their music we'll put it out there because this might be you know, a band someone likes. It's just not really our style, that kind of thing. So once again, that's Pounders, Through the Fire, and this is a self-release. Next up, we have Placeholder, Gray EP, and this is another self-release. This is a melodic hardcore slash metalcore band from the UK. Five tracks, good mid to high, screamo-ish, unclean vocals, I would say for sure. Mm -hmm. You know, some blacks as well, which I always enjoy. And I liked some of the breakdowns especially and really enjoyed when they had clean vocals like in Cement. Uh I really like that. It's the same where it's like with this band, I would definitely like to hear more of the combined cleans and uncleans. But then I watched the music video for Grey and I didn't realize Uh that the lead vocalist, Callum, he's the only vocalist. Uh-huh. So yeah. you can't really do that dueling back and forth, but I loved what he was doing when he was switching between cleans and uncleans. That always gives me a, a bigger appreciation for some of these guys, you know, when they can switch up like just just like a one song or heck one one chorus can be completely different. I mean, if you think there's two vocalists, this guy's doing a good job, you right. know. Yeah, and I agree and what was interesting was when you listen to this EP from start to finish, they sound like two different bands because when I looked up the title track, when I was like, oh, let me see the music video for Grey, it's half of the song. It's all clean vocals. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then it goes into the uncleans where the rest of the album is basically just unclean vocals, except for yeah. like part of three of the tracks. So it's just kind of interesting. Yeah. And especially too, and especially too, I love the final track as well. I think it was called Relief. And that had guest vocals from Christina Rotondo, who I'd never heard before. Apparently, she does like cover songs for bands in the scene. I was just saying that that was definitely the standout track for me as well. That was that was a very good note to go out on. 
I totally agree. And that's kind of what I want from this band. Now, obviously, yep. they need to do what they want and they need to enjoy what they're doing. But I would definitely, if they do enjoy that, I'd almost bring in another either unclean vocalist or clean vocalist and duel that shit up. Like I would oh, definitely, yeah. I'd bring her into the band and uh, I do would. that. Yeah, it'd be fucking great. But I really liked what they were doing. I enjoyed this a lot. Like it took a second to grow on me. And then once it did, I was like, fuck yeah. These guys are really killing I it. think it was when I listened through it and I got to that final track, I had such a bigger appreciation, especially after you said listening to the music, watching the music video and yeah. realizing this is one vocalist. I appreciated this album so much more. Yeah. I mean, it's personal preference. Like, I think the unclean vocals are great, but when they showed what they could do with the clean vocals, it added an extra element that I really enjoyed. So yeah, for me, the best tracks were Gray and Relief. Yep. Because those showcase those really, really well. Like, especially in relief, those like strained high vocals were really damn yeah. good. There are parts of the song Cement too that really stood out to me. It was just a brutal song. No, I totally agree. So I think look, to show off this band a little bit, I say we play relief. Yep. So once again, that's Placeholder, Gray EP, and it is self-released. Next up, we have A Loss for Words, Odds and Ends, and once again, self-released. I think most of these are self-released. Yeah. So people probably know A Loss for Words. This is a pop-punk, punk, alternative rock, post-hardcore band. They are no longer together. They ended nope. last year after their last full-length album. This is... 13 tracks and they're all full length, which I thought was pretty interesting. No filler, no nothing. And really, it's songs from 1999 to B-sides of 2016. And really, it's just fun. Yeah, it is. Um, it's crazy how you can tell the difference. Like, I can tell the older songs compared to the newer ones. Right. Like, holy shit, this one's way older. No, you definitely can. And I think that's the way a loss for words always kind of work, too is you could see yeah. how they kind of transformed over the years. And they were always a really fun band. Like This will go down probably for me as one of the better Boston-based bands. Okay, yeah. So this was interesting. Like I like when a band does this. I already like the band. They're like, hey, here's all of our B-sides and stuff for free. Go check out this yeah, album. Uh, yeah, why not release these, you know? I'm, I'm sure many bands have a catalog of songs they haven't released. I just, I don't really understand what's the point of holding on to those you know yeah i can understand that for sure and i mean maybe everyone should just follow the lesson of a loss for words yep so yeah i mean i don't know if it's worth playing any of these tracks did you have one that you were really like yeah let's do this track three in it in a sense that one really stood out to me all right here it is in a sense 
So once again, that's a loss for words, odds and ends, and this is self-released. Next up, Haunting Portraits, Smile EP, and surprise, self-released. This is an alt-rock or atmospheric post-hardcore band from Florida. Five tracks, two harmonizing vocalists. Dave, take it away. So I found this pretty hilarious. When I looked this up on iTunes, they're usually pretty strict on like the genre it's in. Like most of these that we've listened to today say heavy metal or rock, <laughs> sure. like really bland. This one in all caps says emo. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I guess. Yeah, so um, this one kind of came out of nowhere for me. This band is very small, so give them a little bit of shine here. The um, the track Daffodils or Daffodil? Yes. I really, really, really enjoy <laughs> that track. Um, that and Flamingo Dancing, track one. Okay. Those two are really big highlights, and I want so I want his album to sound like those tracks. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, man, I didn't mind this at all. I just I thought it was weird. They seem very indie rockish. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird genre. Yeah. Um, and this is this will also sound maybe a little different. Get a little debate going here, but this is what I wish Movement's new album would have sounded like. Oh this. no, I don't agree. But I, I also liked Movement's album a lot. You, oh, okay. okay. Yeah, so that doesn't work for me. But this band, you know, they have a lot of clean vocals, and then every once in a while there'll be uncleans that kind of come out of nowhere. But it is yeah. an interesting mix for sure. And I guess I understand why it would be under emo. But I certainly wouldn't uh-huh. say that I want movements to sound like this because that's completely different, at um, least for me. Track four is the one I like. For some reason, in my mind, it reminds me of an older movements track. Well, we can play a little bit if you'd like. I think if I had to pick one <laughs> that I'd like to hear again, it'd be that one. Also a great music video, so go check that out. All right, man. Here's Daffodils. So once again, that's Haunting Portraits, Smile EP, and this is self-released. Next up, we have Serious Matters, Through It All EP on Manic Cat Records. This is an alt-rock, post-hardcore band from New Jersey. Five tracks. This is actually their second EP. And I thought right away, very interesting vocal style. Yeah, you and I talked a little bit before the show on this one. It is a it's hard to pinpoint this one in a genre too because that the vocal style is so different. I, I just haven't heard many things like this. Me either, and that really obviously makes them stick out from the crowd for sure. I mean, it almost seems like to me the best word to describe the vocals are gruff. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I couldn't pinpoint exactly what it was. It makes them very unique. Because I don't know that style. 
No, there's not much there's not much range to it, but it's not a bad thing in the way he uses his voice. Right. If that makes any sense. Well, it's almost like a new metal delivery almost. Yeah. <laughs> it's very strange. It really is for especially cuz it's like an alt rock band. They're not I don't think there are any unclean vocals, right? I no, I don't think so. Definitely for five tracks, you know, this is very interesting to get into. And I think, you know, obviously we're big fans of Manic Cat. This is Manic Cat once again, like expanding their roster to something other than punk and pop punk. And that's a very good idea for them. Yeah, you definitely don't want to get pinned down in one one category. And this just shows a different genre on their label. So this will attract hopefully more. I agree. And I think it's worth everyone taking a listen to it as well. So let's take a listen right now to Patterns. See, you might be able to call that unclean vocals, but I think it's just his voice. Yeah. <laughs> like it's very, very interesting. Interesting for sure. So check them out. That Serious Matters Through It All EP, and that's on Manic Cat Records. So closing us out tonight, our friend of the show, Farewell My Love, with their self-titled Farewell My Love EP, and this is on Circle Records, CRCL Records. I would say now that Farewell are on that kind of pop rock spectrum. Yeah. They've definitely talked about how they were kind of moving in that direction. When I had when I had Chad on from the band, that's kind of a little bit of what we spoke about. And then you could have seen it kind of coming with the way they were working everything out. What I liked about this too was this was a complete surprise. Yeah. There was literally nothing. They put out the first track so that people could hear, what, maybe like two, three weeks ago, maybe a little bit more, and then never said anything else was coming, and then all of a sudden on like Sunday night, Saturday, Sunday night, Uh, there's an EP for you. Yeah, I was curious to know why we didn't cover any of the singles, and that is why. That's why. And I think that's because Farewell My Love, I believe, owns Circle Records, so they can do whatever they want. Yeah. (laughs) I thought it was very interesting. I enjoyed this. This is the kind of pop rock kind of stuff that I enjoy in general. Yeah. So I like it. It's not easy for me to like pop rock. It's not always, right? Now, part of that could also be because I like the band so much. That is a possibility. But I don't think this is a bad direction for them, especially because I know how much this is a style of music that they enjoy. And they still Mm -hmm. have those hints of being older Farewell My Love as well. Yeah, and that's important when transitioning to like a different style. you got to keep a little bit of the old. Well, for sure. And I think that's because that's what they want as well. But yeah, man, I mean, yeah. Chad's voice sometimes sounds like Gerard Way. Like, There's some uh-huh. interesting stuff here. So sure, if you're expecting unclean vocals and you want something like that, this isn't for you. 
But if you enjoy pop rock, that's more on the lines of like earlier set it off. Like yeah. maybe that kind of thing, even though obviously Farewell My Love has been around for longer than that. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So that's kind of the way I look at it. And I do hope to have Chad on the show, you know, in the future. I know they're not doing any press right now, but when they're ready, uh-huh. I'm going to love having him on the show, especially because we're going to be especially because we're going to be debating, you know, bands changing between the genres and everything as well. So I think yeah. that'll be a lot of fun. So I recommend everyone go out, listen to this, support them. I think you're going to enjoy it. Dave, did you have a track that you wanted to hear? Um, I think my biggest highlight, which I enjoyed the entire album in general, but track two, Catch Your Breath. Let's do it. So once again, that's Farewell My Love with the Farewell My Love EP on Circle Records, CRCL Records. Whew, Dave, we did it. Yep. Those were a lot of albums. Yes, there were a ton of albums, songs, news. Wait, what? There's a whole bunch of <laughs> albums, songs, and news in this, uh, in this uh, show. But we do have brand new albums coming out. On January 12th, we've got The Antarctica Project, Fight the Fade, Bloodbather, Capstan, Tonight Alive, and oh yeah, oh fuck yeah, Black <laughs> Veil Brides, baby. Oh, the time has come. The time has come. This is going to be the album that changes your mind, Dave. Oh yeah, I'm ready for it. as Dave slouches underneath his computer. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I'm ready, really. None of us are. It's going to blow us away. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I'm sure. All right, man. We need to speed things up because your mic sucks. So let's go ahead and end album reviews for this week, and let's go on to Breakdown from the Past. Breakdown from the past time. Dave, what do you have for me today? Okay, Ian, are you familiar with the band Not Advised? No. Okay, because this this is a tricky one, okay? Uh-oh. So this band, th- that was their original name, was not advised, came up in 2009, 2010, that era, mm-hmm. and lost so many members, gained members, and now they're known as Natives. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that band. Nope. Definitely a different change of sound. Gotcha. So I think this would be a really good one for Breakdown from the Past. I think last week you had a situation 
situations. Sorry. Escape the fate. Go ahead. So I can get you with situations and it's been a while now. Been a while. <laughs> All right. What track would you like me to play? Um, I think uh, a good one to give them the, the song right now. Did you even say when this album came out? This album came out in... 2010. Yep. Yeah, I said 0910 in that era. Ah, there you go. Okay. It kept showing the Natives album, and I know that's not what I want to play. Gotcha. So you want to play right now? Yes. Let's do it. Well, that was fun. Yeah, it's a catchy, uh, catchy band. You yeah. can definitely tell what era they're from. Oh, for sure. Well, it's similar to like Just Surrender, which I had done recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I can so understand that. Him, yeah, not bad at all. Very nice. Yep. So, so what do you have? So I don't remember how this got in my head. I think it was from <laughs> oh, one God. of the albums that we did, and now I can't remember which one it was. But I originally had a different breakdown from the past chosen, and we'll do it like next week. Uh-huh. But Okay. There was either one of the new songs this week or one of the albums that we reviewed that had like an interlude where it was like an old timey voice talking about something. Uh-huh. And it reminded me of this extra part that was put in a mashup track that I really huh. enjoyed. So okay. I had forgotten the name of the people that used to mash up old school screamo post hardcore bands. And then I remembered it's the Legion of Doom. Oh, the Legion of Doom. Yes. Not the wrestlers, but the actual mashup <laughs> artists. And this was my first experience with having songs that I actually enjoyed mashed together. Yeah. So what they did was they took bands from the scene and took songs that they would be able to put together that would work relatively logically, and they did that. And it actually worked okay. really, really well, almost creating a whole separate song. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So for instance, they did like, Buried a Lie by Senses Fail with You're So Last Summer by Taking Back Sunday. Uh-huh. So then maybe something like Lilacs and Lolita by From Autumn to Ashes with New Medicine by Dead Poetic. So it's this whole album is called Incorporated. Uh-huh. And that's what they did. And they went on and they had you know separate careers and all that kind of stuff. But really, all I cared about was this. It came out in 2006. And I want to play you my favorite track out of it, even though there are lots of really, really great ones. I want to play you At Your Funeral for a Friend, which is At Your Funeral by Saves the Day and This Year's Most Open Heartbreak by my favorite band, Funeral for a Friend.
All right, man. There we go. There it is. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something after that. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, man. We need to get your mic fixed. We need to get a bunch of stuff fixed. So I think it's good there. I say we end the show. We have a lot of announcements to make. So how about we do that? Time to end the show. It is time to go. All right, Dave. Do that thing you do. The most important thing is telling a friend, but the five-star reviews sure do go a long way. Makes us happy, keeps us motivated to do this every week. Even, you know how unmotivated we are sometimes when there's like three shitty, shitty albums to review? But those five-star reviews keep us going. (laughs) Sickness. (laughs) I have a Black Veil Brides album coming up to review, guys. I need all the positive. I I need so much moral support from you guys. So tell a friend. You are going to (laughs) orgasm so hard when you hear that album. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, so, Dave, don't be a whore. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah. I try not to be. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, reach out to us. I actually changed my Instagram name to something easier. Oh, shit. It's Dave of Doom. <laughs> That's why I'm so happy for your throwback, uh, your uh, <laughs> breakdown from the past. <laughs> exactly. Very nice. <laughs> well, yes, you can go ahead and send all of your hate mail to us through Dave with that Instagram, as well as me. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Ian Hates Podcast, Facebook.com slash Ian Hates, and then obviously email Ian Hates at gmail.com. There's a ton of crazy awesome shit that we are going to be doing in 2018. The first thing that I want to announce, I am right now recording all the separate parts that need to go into the anniversary show which should hopefully be next week. If you just hear a regular episode, that means hopefully it'll be next week. But I am working on it. I have a bunch of surprises for everyone that I hope people enjoy. So that's one big thing. I love the anniversary show. That's where we get to talk about everything Ian hates music, as well as everything that went on in 2017. Also, I have Ian hates conversations that are all new, coming out very soon. I am going to have... The Dawson Schultz, I am going to have part two of Dawson Schultz from the ongoing concept. You guys are going to love this one. It's so out there. We talk about all this stuff that's way past. (laughs) We did the talk like a month and a half ago. (laughs) And he got super busy and I got super busy and we just weren't able to put it out. But we do have part two. But because I want to make sure that you listen to that, and that you enjoy it, know that there is a part three that will be following that very soon as well. So if you want to get the whole encompassing journey, let's call it, that Dawson and I go on, (laughs) there are three parts of that. So two and three will be coming out soon. Looking forward to those. I I actually like the uh, two and three parters. So Yeah, it happens every once in a while. Yep. On that note, we also have another Ian Hates Conversations that I'm excited about. We have Sean Dowling, the lead vocalist and guitarist for the band Synapses Firing that had that great EP that came out in 2017, I've Grown Cold. You guys are really going to enjoy that conversation. I will have that out very soon as well, plus many, many more that are on the way. 
And then I would also like to announce the winner of the contest that I started this week. Oh, boy. I have so many prizes to give away, and we hit over 6,666 followers on Twitter. So I said, prize giveaway time, and I asked people to send me pictures and whatnot of their favorite music memorabilia. And the winner uh-huh. is Rick. Rick had this awesome, awesome Ascent Like Wolves friend of the show. Ascent Like Wolves, like gold record type thing. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. So, Rick, I will be in contact with you, and I will send out those two Melissa Cross DVDs, The Art of Screaming, brand new. We have a winner. So, everyone, if you want more chances to win, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I might give away this broken mic. I'll yes. sign it. <laughs> That's going to be worth some damn fucking good amount of money. Exactly. I didn't even know where I was going with that. I just strung words together. <laughs> Now, while we were doing the show, and while Dave was trying to find a good place to talk, and if the mic was an issue and whatnot, I looked on Facebook, and this is breaking news for everyone. I'm sure by the time you hear this episode, you probably already know it, but it literally happened while that was happening. It turns out that friend of the show, Ben English, from the band Invent Animate, has decided to step away from the band. Now, there's nothing from the band saying what they are going to do, but this is from their official page, so it's not like it's just Ben English's page on Facebook. It is from the Invent Anime page. And he goes on a long spiel about how he's feeling, and really, it just seems like he's not himself anymore. Like, he needs to take a break from the road. He needs to recenter himself, whatever you want to call it. So it looks like it's not an issue with the band. It's an issue with the person he feels he's become. Yep. I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah. I mean, look, we just talked about Ben. He did that guest vocal spot. Yeah. On Nick Nocturnal's album. So, yeah. No, it's it's interesting. It's really weird timing as well because I thought they were working on their next album. So, that's a little different. Maybe he'll come back to them. You know, maybe he needs some time home to kind of recharge. But normally a band will mention that and that's what they'll do. So, I think it'll be hard to replace him. Because I think he was a great vocalist. So we'll see what happens. But obviously we wish Trey and the rest of Invent Animate all the best. And we wish Ben all the best as well. Because we want the people who make music to be happy. And if he wasn't himself and he wasn't happy in the band. Then he's got to find himself and he's got to find what makes him happy. Yep. All the best to him. Absolutely. So yeah, Dave. Am I missing anything? I think we covered everything, right? I think we nailed it. No. All right. Well, even through all the technical difficulties, I enjoyed our rants today. Oh, yeah, there were plenty of them. (laughs) Yeah, so we'll see how all of this sounds. But like I said, I am looking forward to the anniversary show. I have a lot of recording to do for that. Hint, hint for everyone. Maybe you'll hear from some old friends. Ooh. Who knows? Who knows? But until then, Dave, do you have any final words for everyone? Just keep it original with don't be a dick. Wait, yet. wait, wait, Dave. Sorry. Don't. Dave, Dave, Dave. Are you are you telling people to come original? It'll oh. make come original? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? <laughs> How about a better one? Okay. Don't be a whore. Oh, no. You pissed so many people off. You know what? I'm going to say the opposite. I'm going to say let's take back this word. Be a whore. Oh. How about that? In other words, 
B.A. Water Parks. <laughs> <laughs> and I will leave you the way I always do, long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. So goodbye to So alright.